0: This one is called Higher Ice Cube. Of course, it is. Wow. Uh, played at the end. Actually, personally, one of my favorite movies. Definitely one of my favorite John Singleton movies. I okay. Yeah, man, we'll get into it. We we'll yeah, definitely talk about it a little bit. They we're to get the crib. It's Saeed. So like I don't
1: know where the hell I'm doing. Get out of camera trying to crib wall. I, I don't see
0: certain shit I don't play around with. <laughs> no, no.
1: I'm, not, I'm not trying to get killed or fuck
0: up over no podcast. <laughs> for stating my I'm sorry, opinion yeah, I'm, I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> i feel that man. Over let's go, old movie, man let's go ahead and <laughs> intro the podcast man welcome 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 to the next installment of blast it. man this is the podcast where we break down some of your favorites um in uh film and television That is, of course you know what i'm saying that 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 we made you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying um so the movie that we're doing today a movie that is very near and dear to my heart I get it a little bit into into why, but today we are doing higher learning mm-hmm. what the niggas say on the uh in the movie he said what is high <laughs> higher what is learn learning what is higher learning i so said hey extra.
1: what the hell is that that nigga is so extra <laughs> niggas, you in
0: the
1: niggas in the 90s were so extra bro
0: but higher learning man this is a movie that It's near and dear to my heart, I guess, because at that, when I was coming up, I didn't. When did this movie come out? 1990. It came out
1: in 1995, the year 1995. January 11th, 1995,
0: to be exact. I was born four days after the movie came out.
1: Mm. (laughs) So I (laughs) would have, yeah, I'd have been by five. Yo, this is
0: crazy. I didn't catch this movie until I. I can easily say 12 years old. It's a very long time before I actually Wait, saw this movie. Shocking.
1: I probably first saw this movie two years ago, <laughs> in, 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 in its entirety. And he
0: saw, saw it and said, "Wait, what?" Maybe wow. I saw. I maybe seen it at a total of three times by now. So yeah. Wow. Wow. So you're going to be running this one, but I love oh, it. Oh, that's a fact, yeah. man. It's cool. And I, I love this movie, man. I remember when I saw it, it's it's one of them things where I kind of remember it from the first time I heard a specific song. So I remember the first time I heard Raphael Sadiq ask of you from that movie, I love that song so much. And it kind of just, it was one of them things where I was attached to the movie from that damn song. So... I love the movie, and especially just coming up, I guess, coming of age, I was in middle school, so Mm -hmm. of course... My aspirations at this time is like going to high school, but of course you still think about college. So it was a good movie to just. This made you want to go. To, this movie made you want to go to college. It didn't make me want to go to college. It made oh, me want to. This made me scared to a, go to college. No, nah, it made me get some insight on, yeah. into
1: like what could good.
0: be going on in college. You know what I'm saying? Racist I, niggas. Saying. Yeah. yeah, racist <laughs> niggas. Just, just everybody. I think it was a good movie because for me, and, and looking at it while while I'm older. Having gone through college at this point, Mm -hmm. it felt like, especially with them highlighting the freshman year, it literally felt like a movie that chronicled people's freshman year and them literally trying to find themselves. Mm -hmm. That's what it was for me. It was literally just, it was Omar Epp's character trying to find himself. It was, uh, ooh, what is her name? Uh, Let me make sure we run down the camera. We don't want to be rude.
1: you can just go through it and I'm gonna run down the camera. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna run down. I'm gonna run down the name of the camera. White girl. But we just gonna say (laughs) we we gonna say the cast cast right now. Her name is Kristen. That's exactly her name, Kristen (laughs) Campbell. But we gonna run down the cast. Oh yeah.
0: Um, yeah. It it just chronicle everybody's story and and they did it in such a they did it in such a real cool way, man. And especially I think for the time, it's good that we're doing this movie now because it's a lot of. Man, shit don't change.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. Shit don't change. I didn't even think man. about that yeah. Shit
0: really does not change. But mm-hmm. uh we'll go ahead and get into the black facts. You know, but I'm gonna tell you something. What's up? I'm gonna tell you my
1: earliest, my earliest like interaction, not even interaction, knowing this movie existed, mm-hmm. I remember seeing the images, uh images from this movie. At the Magic Johnson Theater. If you remember at the Magic Johnson wow. Theater, they would have pictures they on the wall. D- uh, and I remember seeing like I think it was Bustin Rhymes and uh-huh. it was Regina Regina King. I'm like, what the fuck, Regina King and Bustin Rhymes doing on a picture together?
0: Yo, one <laughs> thing about Blastic, we are niggas from Atlanta, so we will always talk about Magic Johnson Theater that that used to exist. Oh, such great times over there on uh Right, by Greenbrier, Greenbrier Mall. Mouth. like that That's a staple in our community that is gone from us now. You will always hear us talk about it. Mm-hmm. Because damn near, it's, it's probably where we've seen a lot of these films. Right. I, I'm just thinking about, going off on a tangent, just how good it used to feel going in there. I remember going in there like early 2000s, very late 90s, talking 98, 99. Mm-hmm. And just, I remember it just being so black. I vividly remember right. hearing between the sheets when I walked into I don't remember the the theater. I don't
1: remember the music, but I, I do remember the last movie I saw was Rush Hour 3. I remember, I remember that, but that was it. I don't remember the music, though. I
0: was like, wait a second. What is this that I hear in, in the movie theater? But that's yeah. off on a tangent, man. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and get into the black facts for how you're learning. Okay, so first, like I said, we're going to get into
1: it. The movie was released January 11, 1995. I don't have a budget for it, but the movie itself made 38.3 million dollars i don't mm. think that's that bad for the type of movie it is yeah it couldn't be made for that much because everybody was brand new mm-hmm. um so again like we say we got omar epson as malik we got christy swanson as christian we got michael Rappaport as remy we got ice cube as fudge that's his nickname mm-hmm. we got jennifer connelly as taryn we got tyra banks as deja regina king as monet we got buster rhymes as dreads and we got Lawrence fishburne as professor maurice phillips and then yeah. Hosts of others, but those are the main ones that you need to know.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. Yes, exactly. shit, So that's the cast. I ain't, yeah, I ain't mad at that's that, not man. bad at all. They probably spent half on it. They ain't gonna cap too. I think yeah. the probably the only seasoned people you have in there are Lawrence Fishburne. And at that time, you can probably say Ice Cube, not seasoned, but. <laughs>
1: Just a, just a pinch maybe a pinch, a pinch of seasoning maybe Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> <'Cause> but he <laughs>
0: has something in there right right um shit it's, and then what John Singleton does shouts out to the great late great John Singleton what mm-hmm. he does is he likes to keep shit in house you know what I'm saying so I a lot so of these too. a lot of these roles I, I pretty much already kind of know who I want in these roles right. I just need to see if they can act this out the way that I want them to act it out
1: and I didn't realize how big of a uh, big of influence he is he's even mm-hmm. bigger than I thought this is actually the second movie of his and probably, probably get to do even more of his we've done i think second right because i did, think we got boys in the hood and by this um, time shit, 93 three. poetic justice no no, no so i'm saying we've done it. oh so we did yeah. big boy we this did. yeah boys in the the story. yeah damn hey, he's,
0: he's awesome dog right we, we, we have so real many that. more to
1: do right exactly <laughs> we can't even stop at these but yeah as far as facts go um uh this is the first feature film debut of uh tyra banks as um, well, her character as uh, what's her name? Deja. Uh, as Deja. Deja, Deja was also at one point supposed to be played by Vivica A.
0: Fox. That's good too. I could see that. That would be dope too. That would I had be the dope. biggest crush on Tyra in that movie, man. That she forehead, was. I ain't even care. I ain't see, even. Man, down. I'm. She, she, she was the one in that. I said, ooh,
1: no. Okay. Ah, ah. <laughs> The movie itself, the, like the outside, was shot at the University of California, UCLA. Mm-hmm. While, okay. of course, the interiors were shot at the Sony Picture Studios, mm-hmm. as we all know. The character Malik was played by, you know, of course, Omar Epps. But can you guess who was originally envisioned to be? As a matter of fact, he
0: was cast in the role. Don't say Tupac. Motherfucker, who you want me to say then? Hey, bro. Hey, John Singleton is literally going to keep it in-house. <laughs> at, at any cost. Because, hey, I think he is literally the only person that he said, you know what? I can picture him from every damn thing. Because yeah. he was in Poetic Justice. Right. He wanted him to be a baby boy. Right. But he died. Yo, I, hey.
1: I, I, I think he was actually put in jail at that time. That's what stopped him from being. He wasn't dead at that time.
0: How many movies would Ice Cube... Man, if he just... It's just a thought. Man. Well, I mean, this, this would have been Omar Epps'
1: character, though. This would have been Omar Epps' character.
0: too. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. just would have been weird to see—not weird, but just to think about how many roles he could have had. Like, he already, he already had a lot. Had a lot. He Sorry. already had a lot. To be honest, shit I ain't even seen yet. But okay, the way that um, John Singleton looks out for his actors is the same way Quentin Tarantino looks out for him. And I, I, and I, I would like say that. Spike
1: too. I say Spike. Spike is in there as yeah. well. So, Leonardo like DiCaprio was also cast, but unable to be in the movie because of scheduling conflicts. So, he was actually going to play the part of uh, the one that me. Mark uh, Michael Rappaport played. <sighs> Not Something. Remy.
0: Not Remy. Yeah, that would have been dope. <coughs> yeah. I mean, I, well. I'm glad he didn't do that. I'm just, he was uh, actually for a cast, his image, was uh, what? I'm glad it didn't happen. He's I, an actor. What do you want? <laughs> now that you think <laughs> about it, when, when you see Michael Rappaport in there, it just fits that character and it's so funny because it's totally opposite of the person that michael rappel see i don't see him from that though
1: i don't see him i mean like i say, i've only seen this movie three years ago he I, don't see him from, I don't see that movie from that yeah so i you know but um ironically and this is ironically most of the neo-nazi skinheads were played by jewish actors that's a small that's a small hey that's acting baby and it's my last <laughs> is my last one, so Morris Chestnut worked on the film as a background and can be seen as a track runner mm-hmm. in the in some of the scenes so that Dating that's pretty white girl. <laughs> so that that's funny that's that's great. I love to see that too, but yeah, that's man. what I got for that right now, man.
0: we're gonna go ahead and get into the movie dog. I love it, go man let's go ahead and get into it y'all already well, I'm not gonna say y'all already know cause I really do feel like this is a movie that not a lot of people are hip to. It's out there. it's regarded as a classic, mm-hmm. but still. Like we, like we saw, he's seen it about three times, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it's a lot of people out there that have not really dug into this movie, man. So this movie pretty much follows three freshmen. It follows their their transition into their freshman lives, into this thing that we call adulthood. We're following Malik, played by Omar Epps, Kristen, played by some classic. <laughs> I don't care, um, and Remy. I do know Michael Rapaport because yes. I. Mean, you know I'm saying he funny you know what I'm He's saying he, he one of the homies you know what I'm saying yeah. so um Sometimes. we're basically embarking on their first year um <laughs> Remy is basically roomed with Fudge who's played by Ice Cube and Ice Cube his character is more like the I've been here for about six seven years I feel like I, point, I right? know everything super yeah. ass singer as right. Regina King says exactly um <laughs> he is just that nigga that knows everything. Um always having little house parties, but it's interesting to just see like how this movie is structured because like I was saying, um going into looking at how colleges shit ran. You mm-hmm. see even th- things down to the security like the white people can have their parties playing their white music, nobody says anything. But as soon as the black people playing their loud music, the cops is coming over there telling folks to leave. Mm-hmm. I need to see your IDs, all in, all of this. So you're going through this. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the bulk of the story kind of starts around uh, Omar Epps is basically like a track star so uh, he's basically running on scholarship just trying to make shit happen you know as a regular athletic nigga would um, Kristen is like she's a white girl she comes in she's really just trying to find herself mm-hmm. and she does find some interesting things out about herself later on in the story fucking barely <laughs> barely not, t- not, for, not, not for today shit. not they for today's time shit, you could have easily got that shit in think <laughs> <Damn. laughs> Like, and then you're going through you're going through Remy's story which he's mm-hmm. like a white guy who comes in and he's trying to find a sense of self he he seems like he's been like this loner kind of guy Even, and yeah. then he gets to college and that only magnifies when everybody is in their little cliques and you mm-hmm. can't really find a clique to establish with mm-hmm. so the story pretty much picks up at this big party uh, that this white frat house is having um, and uh, Kristen she gets raped she gets raped by this guy mm-hmm. um who gets her way? Too drunk, and at that same party, Remy is there. Like I said, trying to find groups to fit in with. He can't fit in with no damn. He it,
1: and that's that's what I like about the movie so much because you could he could have easily made like the white people everybody just hated, right? But even you, and then you, you watch it again, and it's like, oh, he couldn't even fit in with the, the white people. Like,
0: it's just, <laughs> like he could he, he fit couldn't even him. do it. They was like, people. this a weirdo. He you couldn't, couldn't even do it with his people. <laughs> so yeah, I like that. So shit with this going on. um, Remy is now, he's just outside at this point, like, trying to figure out where to belong. Like, "Uh, Mm -hmm. who's my friends? And he ends up embarking upon the white supremacist group of the college, Mm -hmm. which, personally, in college, I've never seen that. I've also went to an urban college. But I could only imagine that stuff like that may be out there. You never know. Some stuff may be dramatization just to get a point across. But at the same time, I also feel like shit. Shit comes from a very real place. I didn't realize...
1: I actually didn't realize that they were... They attended the college until... My nigga just showed back up one day at school like he was supposed to be there. I, was, I just thought he, I thought they showed up at like off the street and just showed up. Like
0: they was just there. Because I didn't see
1: them, establish them nowhere else.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, they went to the school. So Malik is out there running track. He falls in love with Deja. So that's a whole storyline that they get into. Oh, going back to Kristen, who gets raped, because her story is pretty big. Um, when that happens to her... <laughs> She goes back home. Oh my god! And, and Regina King, you know what I'm saying, she mm-hmm. goes crazy because she she just want to be a protective roommate at this point. So <laughs> she calls dude that raped him, mm-hmm. and she he calls her favorite. he calls her a bitch, and that's literally what sets that's everything what, off. It, the, the black right. people fudge and his niggas went. To the frat house to whoop on his ass, not for raping this girl. No, 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 no. That, that's I don't a, even that's think a side, he told that's her a side that. mission. That's that a little really piece. don't even. Yeah. But the main mission is that you called my beautiful black <laughs> right. queen a bitch, so I got to beat your ass. Yeah, so yeah. So they went yeah. crazy. Of course, the cops did what they had to do. So getting back to Malik, he's dating Deja, which I just like that. That let me ask you a question about Malik, Malik, man. Me. Let me ask uh, you a question uh-oh. about Malik. He's also you. trying to find his way as
1: well. I absolutely love Omar Epson. This is a great character. I really uh-oh. think I hate Shit. I hate to say he's underrated because uh-oh. I think he is rated the way he's supposed to be. Yeah. But I really didn't like his his his, his character arc
0: huh. or
1: what he was going through.
0: It was like You felt like he was bitching? Yeah. Especially the I'm track part. I'm not mad part. at it. Especially just only the track part. When I get older, I can see that. I it, can it was only the track that.
1: part. It wasn't about what he was going through. It was like, I got to run.
0: <laughs> yeah, nigga, you have to. That, that's what you're not
1: mad at for. that. Because
0: his thing, is, his whole thing is like, I feel like the world is against me even though I got this scholarship, even though I can run my ass off. Why am I here? What is my purpose? Is the white man against me? Is like, everybody against... You, me? Is you, my black teacher against me? Did you just not... Did you
1: just find out that when you got here
0: that the world was against
1: you and you didn't know you had to run when thing, you got here? And
0: the thing... The thing... I love <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne's character in there, in that movie, for playing his professor and always keeping it real with him because he never told him, like, bruh, the main objective of you being here is for you to think on your own. Like, it's literally mm-hmm. none of that other shit. The purpose right. of you being here is for you to develop your own thoughts and, and, and figure things out. Now, the fact that you can't write a fucking paper without... With, with, without commas comma splices grammatical errors and all of these run on sentences that's stuff you can control mm-hmm. so I can see what you're saying because yeah. Tyra was even like yo this Be is true. a run on sentence like what is this what the fuck are you doing <laughs> you I ain't gonna, gonna get this this it in in? To
1: the actual writing of the paper I was just there. <laughs> but you know what it's, it's funny that you mentioned um uh more, no more stressed but it's funny that you mentioned Lawrence Fishburne uh-huh. then it seemed like, the, like between this and Boys in the Hood it seemed like they cast him for like way older parts than he actually looked.
0: He didn't have to play. He, he didn't have to. I mean, have he doesn't to have to. It's
1: a good part, but I'm saying like, if you look at him, it's like, this brother is not as old as he's supposed <laughs> to be playing. At this point, like, I'm like, now he's an
0: older guy, but it, it, it seemed like. He had in higher learning. I was like, that and boys in the I was like, and then going back to malik it's an easter egg that y'all probably wouldn't catch but you gotta know it you gotta know what's going on there is a higher learning easter egg and uh don't be a menace to south central while drinking your juice in the hood i don't know how in the hell they got that signed off because they literally used the same exact premise using omar epps's character and using the same shit of him getting well, shot in the movie I don't in, in, in the same year you gotta you, you got think well
1: Omar Epson Marlon Wayne's are best friends they went, to, they went to school together they from high school on up like performing arts school yeah. so I mean they didn't call him by their name it's just this is a character he gets shot and nah, they was like, "Hey, bro,
0: have a great first day, Malik." <laughs> oh, I was like, "Well,
1: I mean, Malik, you can say." Who Malik. signed
0: off on this? What you? I mean, I'm saying you can say Malik, and it's they can not spoof the, some shit. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just amazing say. how they did that shit literally the same year. Because I think the movies came out. So I was like, "Yo, yeah. all right, I mean, they worked. That's kind of cool." Damn. But um, getting back into the story, uh, ah, this is where things get sticky, man. So. Remy was rooming with Fudge and he wasn't enjoying that experience because Fudge was loud. He always had the music playing on some nigga shit. Yeah. Some shit. Um, and he was just trying to study, you know what I'm saying? He was a quiet boy, not really in the way. So he moved in with this other guy and he just didn't really like him at the end of the day. So what happens is he ends up just getting mad. Of he course was he, a Jew. Yeah. yeah. And he, of course, now that he's a skinhead, he pulls a gun out on dude this nigga got artillery now this yeah, firearms so now he pulls a gun out on him <laughs> malik walks in and he's mm-hmm. just like yo what the fuck is going on what? here but of course as niggas do we come in to defend so mm-hmm. he starts trying to whoop up on him mm-hmm. and at this point now we have a racial this is where the racial shit gets tense you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying this is where shit gets real tense um <laughs> they try to come back and whoop their ass that's it's one just, my
1: favorite scenes. yeah
0: when they come I back it, him and bust around bustle rhymes is perfectly oh,
1: over the top in this movie and that whole scene is over top that's great i like yeah. that that's that's an artistic choice i love that but yeah. um i and I, um, another thing i love how they um reveal that he's now a nazi skinhead it was you cool see it, that was very dope you mm-hmm. sit in class. He has a hat on. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if he has a hat on in any other parts of the movie. No, he takes the hat off because he had hair. <laughs> right, he takes the hat off. And he's like, oh, they did that, that shit so mm-hmm. smooth. Like, it was just, cool. I forgot all about that.
0: It was really dope. Definitely.
1: Definitely. Um,
0: so at this point, shit. Now we are going back to Kristen. Now she's trying to, like I said, she's trying to find herself after she, after she got raped and she falls in love with this guy she starts actually liking this guy Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty much trying to pursue her but at the same time it's this girl that's also trying to pursue her too I do know her name Jennifer Connolly. I do know her name Um, so so she comes in and she's trying to console her while also she's disguising it as hey like join our peaceful campaign group about speaking out about things that's going on in the school like Mm -hmm. but they start forming a relationship and she ends, hey, Kristen finds herself in a little bisexual situation. I think this she is... Starts I,
1: think this, I think exploring. This is, that was so minute that I actually didn't... The two times I saw that, I didn't even remember this as a sub No part.
0: cap, man. I didn't even remember that. I guess for the time, it was a big deal, but mm. now, you could probably put that in a deleted scene.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then it was funny how Regina King reacted to it. Oh, she's weird. <laughs> I, I was like... <laughs> That's exactly, exactly how that's, you would that's react.
0: That's some 95 shit that's for you. That's exactly how you
1: would react. But yeah, I love, um, before we get too far into I love mm-hmm. each character. Like, of course, you're going to rock with Omar and you're going to rock with Cube. But then you can also see like, all right, Cube is going over the top. Like, why are you playing your music like this, like this? But then you also <laughs> see like the white police officer and the security guards yeah. going to break it up. Then you might not be with Omar everywhere because you like... Come on, man! You bitch and talk about you gotta just, run. Just you do knew the you work. had to run.
0: All he did was talk to Ice Cube. He said, "Run, run, nigga." <laughs>
1: that, that's like he
0: said. He said, "What you gonna do?" He said, "I'm going to run faster." Oh, I didn't think of that. that even though I the really thought Ford, that was a dope scene,
1: the more you kind of, you kind of, I'm like. He really didn't <laughs> say nothing but they sold it so good. He didn't say shit. He didn't but he they acted it so good. Yeah. And he that, acted so hey, good. Like, that's nah, how I it
0: Yeah. So at this point with the racial divide going on, Remy is just going crazy in his mind after uh, the black folks attacked them while they was having lunch. So at mm-hmm. this point, Remy is going crazy and Scott played by is his name Cole Hauser. Cole Hauser, yes. He's a GOAT. He he's a great he's a great actor, man. He's he's done a lot of great work. But anyway, um just trying to figure his shit out with him. He's just like, yo, pipe the fuck down. Like he's thinking about Remy's thinking about leaving school at this point. And mm-hmm. Scott is basically t- trying to teach him some shit. He's like, yo, we need white people. In in places like this, we need our white people in schools, even though yeah. you guys are the majority in right, ninety five. Right. That shows you the different need, levels of racism. Like, what the fuck are stuff. you talking about? I mean, that, there's it white makes, supremacists
1: and there's white. But no, that's what that's what he's saying. He he's kind of saying like, okay, mm. this violent shit is cool, but if you really want to make some, of, you know, actual, I mean, not positivity, but if you really want to take some shit over, that just shows you the different levels of you yeah. know racism and all this other bullshit. I feel
0: it. So at this point, Scott is like, "Yo, so what you gonna do about it?" essentially and remy is like i think it's violence time and scott is like all right bro what you gonna do about it and then remy is like all right let's do it all right let's do it soon it's time to do it (laughs) so at this point like it's it's already needless to say if y'all seen the movie you know what's about to happen next so at this point there's a peaceful protest party Mm -hmm. um that's going on for the school big huge event like it's Huge, like big concert type shit. Everybody is happy, peaceful, sitting on the grass, chilling. And this is the day that Remy decides, "Hey, I'm gonna do some 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 crazy shit." In today's climate, I think this is the perfect movie to do because, like I said earlier, nothing has changed. There is a generational divide, like in 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 minds nowadays, because now we're seeing things happen. With younger kids, like Mm -hmm. younger kids are getting their hands on all of this stuff. But at the same time, if you think about this movie, like I said, nothing has changed. This isn't the podcast to ask where do we go from here, but yeah where the fuck do we the, go yeah, from yeah the here? guy that
1: shot the, the middle school up he was 18 as well so yeah. roughly around the same age as the
0: um, the Remy character and the Buffalo shooting where the right. fuck do we go from here if right. nothing changes I, me
1: personally not to go off on a tangent me personally I've always I just recently said to somebody when you're dealing with people like that or kids like that I, I really feel like at least in school because that's where you can do it I feel like in school you should be able to each level that you go to you should check up on these people you should talk to these people once you get out of school mm-hmm. know, you can't really control that but you right. should talk to these people how you doing that and sit your kids down and say hey leave these fucking people alone mm-hmm. because if you don't this will happen they'll come yeah. and shoot your shit up
0: yeah, man. But everybody already know how, knows how higher learning ends. He decides mm-hmm. to shoot up the event that day, and Deja dies along with some other with some other students. But that that shit was sad, man. I ain't gonna cap. To oh me. yeah, that was that, really that's sad. one of those deaths
1: that hit that hit me hard.
0: And then it was funny because I was watching it previously before we did the show, and mm-hmm. uh, Malik was literally talking to Lawrence Fishburne, and he was like, "Yo, like, 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 who, who does 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 a white person want to kill me?" And then at the end of the movie, they kill his girl. And he's literally looking at Lawrence Fishburne and having that moment like, we talked about this. Like, this shit is crazy.
1: The, and then I, I think the wild part about the movie, I don't know if it's exaggerated or if it's on point. Every time he gets into it with the Remy character, and Omar Epps is chasing after him or you know he busts out and he's going the opposite direction. Uh, please don't talk about the cops. Constantly get stopped by the cops. <laughs> and it makes
0: no sense. It's and the like, nigga walked away with a backpack full of shit and I'm he was like, like ha, ha, ha. this is the shit that'll get you uneasy. You like, but see, fuck? even when you think about that, all of the apprehending that they did to Malik and then dude had the gun ready to shoot himself, he it. pointed it at them but they I'm could've easily like, no. did some shit and you see just how mm-hmm. And they like, whoop Yo, Omar Epps' ass, yeah. Please stop. Yeah. Don't do this. You don't wanna do you yeah. have such a bright future. You didn't say that to him. I guess it just happened
1: so much in the movie itself within an hour, you're like, Alright, come on. But then when you think about it in life, it's like, yeah, that happened. Yeah, and they honestly, whoop Omar Epps's ass, yeah. you can tell.
0: And I haven't been to a PWI, so I, I I can't speak on that experience, but there are experiences where people do feel like, hey, like Y'all are putting a little extra on us. So um, I can definitely see how that, that, that could be an experience for yeah, some. Yeah, it
1: gives you a... a I, I do feel like this movie gives you a... Not just, okay, you're going to see it from the black. You're going to see it from white. You're going to see it from black. You're going to see it from Jewish. You're going to see it from all this. just mm-hmm. a, a round film. And, I'm, and it's, it's funny that you mentioned that. My only nitpick with this movie that might not even be a nitpick because I am not a 19-year-old white girl is the music that they play.
0: I actually when one of them
1: Take a Look Around. I'm telling you. This is what it's, it's such the CW WB thirty six bullshit. I like, like that, that shit. No. I was like, <laughs> I get it, because you have to play it, you can't play it. That's the funny play. part. <laughs> you cannot play the same shit for them over here I get it but it's like oh my motherfucker! it's God.
0: a photograph but
1: that might be the jam to the white folks I don't know if white ladies let me know I don't know hey, that's
0: bro, the that song was hard to me because they, they went from that to some nigga shit <laughs> to hard <outcast>. rock <laughs> just to show the differences in people that live there would yeah you? man college, to though, yeah. college is a breeding ground of different people different religions mm-hmm. different ways of life different thought processes mm-hmm. just different
1: and big ups to John Singleton for doing that because he mm-hmm. That's literally could have said fuck all this and I'm gonna play the entire soundtrack that I got and it is it's my movie I'm gonna play what the fuck I wanna play
0: that and he could have went the direction of hey this is gonna be about an HBCU he could have copied School Days but he and didn't well, he didn't do that
1: but I mean even if he would it, but then that would change the whole movie altogether. that's a fact yeah <laughs> yeah it would change the movie
0: but yes man uh you got anything else good.
1: no man like I said I really I, I really like this movie I enjoy this movie I gotta watch it a little more I think it's a dope the cast is great. Um, is is one that you you know I I had to grow on I gotta watch it some more it's something I definitely suggest of course since we're doing the show on it and I think everybody left out of the movie and became huge successful mm-hmm. and I think That's this funny. may be his as far as John Singleton is concerned I guess I think his this is probably his um,
0: most underrated film I think that. I can easily say that. Not my favorite, but still. It's not the one that gets a lot of play, Mm -hmm. but it's the one that, to me, it just means a lot. It has, if, because John Singleton always makes a concentrated effort to have a lesson in his movies or (laughs) at least try to which one is it? Is it his third or second movie? I don't remember. I would say, I think it's his third. This Boys Man's in the third? Hood, Poetic Justice, and then Higher Learning, I think. So I, I I just feel like the message was strong in this, and especially, yeah. like I keep saying, bro, shit ain't fucking changing, man. No. And it's real sad, but another installment of Blastic, Higher Learning, High, mm-hmm. Higher Learn, Learning, Higher Learning. Listen, man, uh, I enjoy doing this shit so much, man. I, I love doing this with my boy K-Rob. Make sure y'all stay tuned for what he got going on. Make sure y'all stay tuned for everything that Wes in My Bag has going on as well. until next time, man, we're going to keep doing these movies make sure you subscribe to our Patreon because we have started a Patreon and we will have some uh, behind the scenes footage of what we do here um, as well as some more segments I think y'all may want to see some reaction videos or something like that so we'll try to figure out something like that um, and we'll add that to our Patreon listen, you can get all of the West in My bad content right there $5 a month please don't say that you cannot Support us. You spent five dollars on bullshit. Yeah, support us for five dollars a month, and, and we're gonna be good. So it's me, yo's, who is me, and your boy K. And we ready to go. Peace out, fellas.
1: Peace out, ladies.
0: I'm not trying to put you on the line, but I gotta tell you. the phone.